Hello and welcome to the Mindset Edit. I'm your host, Victoria D'Ambrosio. I left my corporate job and became a full-time entrepreneur in just four months, and now I'm on a mission to help you do the same, to help you overcome perfectionism and build a profitable online business. This show is all about giving you the no-fluff takes on what's actually holding you back in your entrepreneurial journey and how to overcome it so that you too can confidently show up, sell out, and stand out online. Every episode is designed to give you a deeper understanding into the different aspects of entrepreneurship, business strategy, and mindset work, and include actionable tips that you can apply to start building your business today. So with that, let's dive into this week's episode. Enjoy. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the Mindset Edit. I'm your host, Victoria D'Ambrosio, and thank you again for tuning in to this week's episode. Today, we're going to be talking about the difference between a high achiever and a perfectionist. Now, if you haven't already, I highly suggest going back and listening to episode four, which is the truth about perfectionism, and episode five, which is five ways perfectionism is holding you back. And I will put those in the show notes for reference later. But those two episodes talk a little bit more in detail about what perfectionism is. We're going to talk about perfectionism in general in this episode as well. But if you're looking for more information on that, those two episodes are great resources. Um, The reason why I wanted to have this podcast is a lot of times I notice people hold on to their perfectionist tendencies because they confuse it with being a high achiever, right? And they think if I stop becoming a perfectionist, even though it causes me so much mental stress, right? I'm going to suffer because I've gotten to where I have today because of my perfectionism, right? The quality of my work is going to suffer. I'm going to be lazy or all of these things, right? And that's not the case at all, right? There's a difference between a healthy high achiever and someone with a perfectionist mindset, right? Now, sometimes certain things overlap, right? And we're holding on to these kind of good qualities of perfectionism, right? But not recognizing where it's really starting to become detrimental and creates physical, mental, emotional exhaustion, among many other things, right? And so I want to talk about what the difference is between a healthy high achiever and a perfectionist and how we can start releasing some of the negative aspects that perfectionism has on us because that's another thing too right I don't want people to think oh I'm a perfectionist and that it's this awful death sentence right there are some positive aspects right like some of these high achieving things but the question is really just how can we hold on to the good aspects of perfectionism and being a healthy high achiever and let go of the things that are no longer serving us when it comes to perfectionism right and if you guys aren't again familiar with perfectionism, right? A key sign is, you know, for example, maybe no matter how well you do at something or how much success you've had in your life, you know, it just, you never feel good enough. It never seems good enough. There's always something that you could be doing more, working harder, achieving more, right? And that's really where perfectionism is. Again, go back, listen to those episodes if you want more, but perfectionism is not someone or a perfectionist is not someone who is perfect, but rather perfectionism is the belief that if you look perfect and do everything perfectly, you can minimize or avoid the pain of blame, judgment, and shame. And that's a quote from Brene Brown. She is awesome. So again, perfectionists are not perfect people. They are people who are afraid of feeling 
ashamed because they are not perfect. And it is called perfectionism because the way we are trying to protect ourselves from feeling that pain and shame is by trying to appear perfect. Because if we're perfect, then we're worthy of love and acceptance. And that's at least what we tell ourselves, right? That's not true. Again, we go into those in other episodes, but just to kind of get us all on that uh, baseline here, right? And again, there are some positive aspects to perfectionism, but there becomes a point where our perfectionist tendencies do more harm than good. And if you're listening to this podcast, you are probably at that point. And that's not to shame anyone. I was certainly at that point, right? Where our perfectionist tendencies are holding us back from living the life that we want. Our perfectionist tendencies are consuming us and we're just drowning in these, you know, limiting beliefs and imposter syndrome and self-doubt. And it's just you know, making our lives not very enjoyable, right? And so how do we let go of that? So let's talk about the difference between a perfectionist and a person with high standards. Because again, a lot of people don't want to release that perfectionist tendencies because they think, you know, it's the high standards. But you don't have high standards when you're a perfectionist. You have impossible, unattainable ones, right? And the difference between a perfectionist and someone who just has healthy high standards is the motivation behind our goals and our actions. So a perfectionist, usually when they're looking at, you know, their accomplishments or goals, it's very strict and rigid in terms of what they want to accomplish for themselves, right? I have to get, you know, 10,000 followers on Instagram and if you're just starting from zero, right? It's strict, it's usually unrealistic, and they're outcome-oriented. So it's all of this like externally facing thing, right? I want 10,000 followers within the first three months of being on Instagram, right? And it's all based on that vanity metrics of followers, right? And in addition to this, these goals, they are coming from and are rooted in fear, right? It's rooted in wanting these unattainable, but in our eyes, perfect accomplishments so that people look at us and say, oh, wow, she's so smart. Or, oh, wow, she's so great. Whatever it is, right? Because we don't want anyone to judge us. We don't want anyone seeing us as imperfect and making it mean that we're not good enough, right? And so that's really one of the main differences between a perfectionist and a person with high standards because a perfect with high standards the goals are still to become the best version of themselves. The goal is still to have high standards. However, the difference is generally when you're a person with healthy high standards, again, no shame because y'all know (laughs) I am a recovering perfectionist, right? The goals are attainable, more realistic. I don't love that word always, but I think you guys kind of get where I'm going with it and process and journey focused, right? And it's rooted in this desire to grow, learn, expand, and become the best version of themselves, right? So maybe when it comes to growing on social media, maybe it's that they're going to like post on social media X amount of times a day and grow their account, right? Or it's to help others with their content or you know, show up every day to, you know, find their voice or stay consistent and grow a following, right? It's not this 
vanity metric in this example driven thing because you want certain people to look at you and have a certain connotation of you and what you've been doing versus the first the second option is really based in their desire to grow and achieve their own goals right it wouldn't matter so much what the you know following count is it really is more of this almost in this example quality over quantity right like I just want to put out content that can help people and that I'm showing up and doing the best that I can and I'm growing my brand and business even if that's only 100 followers whereas in the first example, the perfectionist tendency is with I need 10,000 followers because if I have 10,000 followers, then I'm not going to have the swipe up feature on Instagram and people are going to think I'm, you know, pathetic if they see my Instagram following that only has 37 followers and no one likes or comments and shares on my post. And it's so embarrassing when I put in the caption, you know, comment me if you're interested and then no one comments and oh my God, I'm such a failure and everyone's going to make fun of me, right? These are the differences, right? And so a few more examples of the perfectionist mindset versus the high, just high standards mindset with the perfectionist mindset. It, again, it's really a fixed mindset. Fixed meaning, you know, my intelligence, my abilities are fixed, meaning they are or they are not. And anything is an ex- anything that con- like I do is an example of that, right? So I cannot fail at anything, right? Because failure means I'm not good enough or smart enough, right? I can never make a mistakes because mistakes are bad. I will do whatever it takes to make people like me because of the people-pleasing tendencies, right? I expect things to be perfect and to be perfect easily. That's the other thing with perfectionism, right? Like we expect things to be perfect and easy and effortless on the first try. So we expect perfection but then we also expect it to become effortless, right? We think that we should just magically be perfect, right? We should magically start our businesses and start posting on Instagram with no background in business or social media management or knowing how to do direct response copywriting. And then, but somehow we're supposed to magically post for one time and everyone's supposed to be flooding in our DMs asking how they can work with us, right? That's kind of how we're thinking. And I'm sure when I'm saying it out loud, you can realize it does sound a little ridiculous, but that's how we think. And that's, you know, show up. Oh, I posted about my services for one time on Instagram and no one wants to buy from me. Like I'm a failure when in reality, that's not the case at all. Actually, you know, like statistically, someone needs to see and hear about your product service eight times before they'll even really consider buying it. So if you only post about it once, it's not going to work, but that's not how we think, right? Um, so those are just some more thoughts, you know, constantly needing to do better, feel like the best, can't make the same mistake twice because then, you know, you're not meant to be doing it right. Um, always feeling the need to work hard, be doing more, everything should be perfect and that you should be better than others. Not in a way necessarily where you look down on others, but you want to be seen, you want to be regarded highly, right? Because again, you make that mean something about your worth. And again, going back to what's the difference here with the high achiever, all of this is rooted in fear. All of this is rooted in needing external validation. It's you are pursuing goals, high achieving goals maybe, but the reason and rationale behind it is rooted in all of these perfectionist tendencies and fears. Whereas with the high standards, you still want a lot for yourself, but it's coming from a growth mindset, a more healthy place, right? So for example, uh, high standards, healthy high standards looks like 
I would like to do really well and not make any mistakes, but I know mistakes are pretty much inevitable and any mistake I make, I can learn from and will improve on going forward, right? It's just a learning process, right? Um, another thing would be, I know that failure is part of success and failure isn't a bad thing. It just means I'm learning and growing and getting one step closer, recognizing that just because you fail at something doesn't mean you're not meant to do it. It doesn't mean you're not smart enough, right? All of those things. Um, in terms of people pleasing, high standards, high achiever, kind of, you know, I want others to like me. I'm always going to do my best to be kind and put my best foot forward, but I know it's impossible to please everyone, especially everyone all the time, right? It's impossible. And what I hope is coming through here is that when it comes to perfectionism versus being a healthy high achiever, it's really hard, like I said, for us to let go of that perfectionist tendency because we think that the quality of our work is going to slip. But I want to reframe that for you and think about what we just said about the difference between the two, right? You're not lowering your standards or becoming lazy or anything like that. If you say, for example, instead of I can't fail at anything and failure means I'm not good at smart enough versus I would like to not make many mistakes, but I know that I can learn from many mistakes and that failure is just part of the process to success and it means I'm learning and growing, right? If you look at the difference between the two, neither one is like the high standards isn't you lowering your standards. It's not a bad thing, right? It's just a healthier way to look at it when you're not demonizing yourself from being imperfect, right? If we, I know in, earlier I mentioned Brene's Brown, Renee Brown's definition for perfectionism, but the Merriam Webster definition of perfectionism is a disposition to regard anything short of perfection as unacceptable. And when we take a step back and listen to that definition, right, again, a disposition to regard anything short of perfection as unacceptable. We know, at least intellectually, that perfect is impossible. It is impossible to be perfect at anything. And intellectually, we know that, but we don't really embody that because we want to be perfect or appear perfect, right? And so if perfectionism is this disposition to regard anything short of perfection as unacceptable, and then what that means is we will see anything that we do as unacceptable, right? And that's really where a lot of this perfectionism trap stems from, right? Like, imagine that. I mean, I, you guys don't have to imagine it. You're likely living it. I know I was, and in certain ways, I still am, right? Where you think that everything you do is unacceptable. Nothing is ever good enough. And we know that our thoughts create our reality, right? Because our thoughts create our, beha our behaviors, our behaviors create our actions, and our actions create our reality. And so if our thoughts are constantly, nothing I, good at, nothing I do is good enough, what kind of behaviors does that you know, bring? And then those behaviors create certain actions and create certain results, right? And even if your perfectionist tendencies have gotten you pretty far, often they have. Most people that I work with, right? They're people who have prestigious jobs. They have already done well for themselves. But would you believe me if I told you it's possible to let go of perfectionism and do better? Do better both externally and internally, right? Meaning not only get a better job or whatever it is, but actually enjoy your life and not constantly 
be your own worst enemy in your ear, telling yourself all of these awful things that you would never in your right mind say to another human being, right? Because if you guys have ever, I, I don't know if you've ever like actually like, journaled out your true unfiltered thoughts, I have. And I suggest that if you haven't, you do this, right? And you just don't filter it, just pen and paper, just go at it. And then you read it back. You're going to be like, oh my God, I'm so mean to myself. I would never, I've done that. I've been like, oh my God, I don't even want to read this because I'm just so mean to myself. Like, this is ridiculous, right? But that's what happens with perfectionism, right? And that's why it's important to understand that there's a difference between being a healthy high achiever and being a perfectionist, right? And that letting go of perfectionism, when I say that, when I talk about that in my content, it doesn't mean you're lowering lowering your standards. It doesn't mean you're going to fail. I hope this episode helps to highlight that because what it really means is you're gonna just let go of all of this baggage. When I look back with my perfectionist tendencies and my journey with perfectionism, the best way I can describe it really is if I was going through life with a backpack that weighed 50 pounds, right? With all those like negativity and the perfectionism, right? And when I got rid of the perfectionism or even not rid of it, right? Like it's a journey. You're going to become a recovering perfectionist. But even if you can just take a couple bricks out at a time, right? Now, instead of 50 pounds, this bag is 45 pounds and then it's 40 pounds and then it's 30 pounds and then it's 20 pounds and then it's 10 and then it's five. How much further of a journey can you make? How much more enjoyable is that hike going to be, right? And that's really how I want you guys to start seeing like letting go of perfectionism, right? And that's what I hope, you know, at the end of this episode, you can come to terms with is uh, if I release my perfectionist tendencies, it doesn't mean I'm going to post really bad quality Instagram captions, right? If you're not a perfectionist about it and tweaking all these little things that realistically no one's going to notice or care about anyway, right? Whatever the version of that is. For you, but it means you're going to be able to show up more, build something for yourself, feel more confident when we start to really dissect perfectionism, where it's rooted for you specifically, how it's showing up in your life, right? Because there's different ways that perfectionism shows up in our lives and how we start to overcome it and doing the mindset work to start to unravel all of this conditioning that we've had for 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, however many years and replace it with more empowering beliefs, right? I think it's easy to forget that this isn't just the right way. I was talking to a client about this where I was saying that until I started doing a lot of this work and understanding what the fixed versus growth mindset is, like I didn't realize people didn't think this way. I didn't, I thought everyone had these these perfectionist tendencies. I thought this is just like the normal way of thinking to constantly second guess yourself, to constantly think that you're not good enough to, you know what I mean? Worry about what people would think or to think that failure is a bad thing. And if you fail, that, that just means you're stupid and you're dumb and you're not good enough, right? And if you keep failing at something, you should just quit while you're ahead. I thought that was normal. I didn't realize that there are people that exist in the world that have what is called a growth mindset, which is like, basically someone who has the healthy high standards that we were talking about earlier. And then that is like a different type of mindset, right? I thought like this was everything. And so 
I hope that again with this episode, you just start to realize and just if all you can do is just say, I've accepted that maybe I have perfectionist tendencies and that holding on to them is not serving me as much as I think they might, right? If we can just get there from today and that recognizing that when I start to release my perfectionist tendencies and I work on releasing them, I'm not going to fail. I'm not going to, you know, put out low quality, whatever. Instead, it's going to be even better. I promise you because of what I've experienced, what my clients experience, you will achieve more success both internally and externally. It is crazy. I mean, my entire life changed when I just started releasing a little bit of my perfectionist tendencies, just got out of my way enough to start posting content online. Right. And then so much more has changed since then. And so that's really what I hope for you guys is that realizing that releasing it is not a bad thing. It's a good thing. And also it's not this all or nothing thing, right? You don't have to completely overcome your perfectionism in order to see massive change in your life. You don't, you just need to get out of your own way a little baby bit. And then when you do that, you take a little baby step forward again and again and again, but even these first little baby steps can create massive, massive change. So that is it for today's high achiever versus perfectionist tendency episode. I hope you enjoyed it. If you are someone who is looking for help with this and you are interested in private coaching, I am opening up a few spots for private coaching, just regular mindset coaching on, on this exactly all of these topics with perfectionism so that you can start to release the grip and grasp that perfectionism is having on your life in your business and actually start seeing these massive changes, start becoming a recovering perfectionist. So it's no longer keeping you stuck in your current situation. You can start to see traction on your goals, whatever those are. So if you are interested, feel free to send me an email or DM. I have three spots open for these perfectionism private coaching spots. So if you're interested, let me know. Um, but with that, thank you again for tuning in to this week's episode. Your support means the world to me. If you like this episode, definitely check out those other two that I mentioned earlier. Leave me a rating and review if you like it. It would help me so much as a new podcaster. And reach out to me on Instagram. Let me know your thoughts and any other questions you have or things you want to hear on the podcast. I am always happy to hear from you guys and provide as much help as I can through my content as possible. So with that, I will leave you guys and have a great rest of your week and I will talk to you soon. Bye.